This week on the Pushball Lace Podcast, Dan gets bitchy again about some foam rollers, and we actually go into our own training. It's a day in the life of what we eat in a day, but training style. Two, one. We got some good feedback last week, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik, and me, Tom Hall. What's going on, buddy? Must have been about what I something I said, surely. Yeah, yeah. I I literally, about what you said. The the people that reached out to me, literally, they just went that Dan. Oh, yeah, that's what, what they all say. What that's a what lads. They, they were like, this guy. He's just. What was the uh, What was the feedback? Speaking so much sense. It was just like, oh, so it was like it resonates with me so much. Um, there was a there was a few people, um, uh, one or two over Instagram, then one in person, and uh, what actually t- what what was the nicest one? To be fair, is actually uh, one one of my uh, my best friend's wife, who is also my friend, who I've known since I was. Uh, it's not Laura. It's not Dan's. Like, what did Laura say to you? Um, <laughs> um so jenny she might listen um it's very it's very sweet that she neither of them are in fitness right um but they 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 live back in essex and yeah i was uh matt's best man and then at their wedding and i've known jenny since she was i don't know, i want to say like 12 11 years old mm. um but it was really sweet she like reached out and was like because i hadn't because of work we hadn't seen each other as much as possible like we can't and then she was like, your podcast last week really fucking resonated with uh, with her. And I was like, how much that Matt had been working. And he, he hadn't come to play golf with me, even though I had invited him like a good three or four mm. times this year. And she was like, hey, shit, you're absolutely right. I was like, he hates work right now. He actually got to like sit down and work with someone with the same passion. But it took that after a long time of like working with someone with not so much passion for like, so he does like lawn care and greenkeeping and all this kind of stuff. Um, and he was, she was just like, and he hasn't made time to go enjoy it. So he hasn't seen the good things from it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, fortunately myself and I was like, fortunately me and Dan have had each other to pick each other up a little bit when, and give us each other mm. a little bit of slap when we've had it, but we also go to go play golf or go to the gym or go and do something else and she was like yeah i've i take control of his diary he's coming to play golf what day can you do just like yeah it really hit me hard i was like ask it actually somebody i know and care about in my life jenny actually was like yeah you two spoke a lot of sense it was nice it was lovely then one of my clients was like yeah 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 she was she was like yeah that's uh that's resonated with me as well so it was good i'm sure it would have touched everybody dan we touch everybody we do um but yeah i think it's i think it's it's important that people know that and, and like i said you know i think no matter what what job you do you know it's, it's like when you hear about footballers you know falling out of love with the game or they go through bad patches and, and they they start you know despising it it's because it is still a job it's still what you you know you still have to perform and i think anything where you feel like you have to perform it's going to get to you at some point like like that and it, and it will cause burnout no matter how much you enjoy it um, it, it, it's kind of like, and, and I think the other thing I've seen a lot of recently is again, people, uh, one of the, someone I follow who's really good. He's, he's built another, he's built a fitness business as well, doing really, really well. Um, and I actually met him in person. We came out to Dubai not long ago. Um, 
he he sort of posted a question box which was like what do you get told about working for yourself that you just like really hate when someone says and it was that standard stuff of like oh it's right for you you're not you've not got a boss or it's right for you you can take time off whenever you want it's all these preconceptions that you have that actually are incorrect like you know how oh, you can take time off whenever you want i can but i don't take any time off so that's the the catch yeah. people don't see that you go well yeah you can take your paid holiday four or five weeks a year but i don't take any like it's very rare that, that i do or you know and it's to my own detriment and i think it's that whole thing of oh it's easy for you though it's all right for you though you know oh yeah but because of that it's like no 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 it's not like you don't know anything so shut up like, it's that whole thing of like in the question <laughs> box it's like you know people say stuff to you like like that and oh yeah you got so lucky with you know finding a job you're passionate about and it's like no 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 it's not luck mate like it's hard this is hard shit this is not easy just because you're passionate about it doesn't make it any easier if anything like we talked about it makes it harder if anything because it's the one thing that you do because you enjoy it's, it and it's, it's also yeah. it's also the funny thing is and obviously i'm dipping my toes in more and more and more is uh yeah we're passionate about it i'm not passionate about marketing i've never been passionate about mm -hmm. social media i'm not passionate about uh -huh. like kind of business templates yeah. and doing all this kind of shit yeah that is probably far more than the, the, the job that he realized. I would say yeah. like all that, all that side is like, all right, 30, unfortunately me and you don't have to think about being a good coach. That's like, mm. we've, it's like, Hey, in the barn, that's always going to come very naturally. We just got to not let it slip. Um, it's just like, all right, it's that other crap that you're like, shit, I need to learn to do this shit. I need to learn to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and that does, and that does also, like you said, there, it does also come, it does also come and you know, I used that um, analogy that I've never heard that before in my life, but the marketing <laughs> and the stuff does become hay in a barn a little bit. Like there is, there is aspects to it, but the problem with a lot of people is they give up before it gets that way. They, and again, they don't, they don't do it in a way that they enjoy it. So like with marketing and stuff like that, again, like, I've always said this, if I didn't have to be on social media, I probably wouldn't use it. I just don't. Have you, I just probably you've, wouldn't ne use you've it. never used that, that analogy. You've never used hay in the barn as I say. No, I never heard it. Never even heard it, mate. Yeah. I might've used it, but um, I think it's, it's one of those where, once you find a way of doing it that you do enjoy a bit more than others, I think it's easier to, to kind of to kind of do that. And again, because of the current landscape, everyone telling you how you have to do things, otherwise you're a failure. It's like, well, that, that's half the problem is there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's loads of ways of doing this. Um, and I think that's the, the the next step for it is to, is to find ways you do enjoy it. But there are aspects of every job that I feel like a job and they're boring and they're shit and we don't like doing them. Um, but it's kind of like part and parcel of it. And I think it's not talked about in online coaching because again, it's deemed as this. And I just saw another video just before we came uh, press record. And again, it was the thing of like, not everyone's cut out to be an online coach either. It was this whole video and it was about, look, if you don't like being on video, if you don't like being on social media, if you don't like having to write, don't be an online coach because you're going to have to do it. Like there's no way around it. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, it's just one of those things that people don't, don't consider. So when someone sees you and go, oh, yeah, it's right for you though. You, you're your own boss. You do this, you do that. It's like, you don't even get it. Like you don't understand. <laughs> like, and, and I don't get annoyed at that sort of stuff anymore because again, it's, it's just, it's just naivety. They just don't know. Like they don't know any better. They just assume whatever they want to assume. Um, like, like for me, I assume it must be really nice to be able to leave work at 5 p.m., turn your phone off and not have to worry about it till 9 o'clock in the morning the next day. Yeah, That's yeah. nice. You, you're really lucky because you get to do that, in my opinion, but you're not lucky for that doing that. Are you? That's just part of the job. That's just what happens. Um, and it's, it's it's just an interesting topic because as I think self-employment, entrepreneurship grows as a thing, as it, as it will do, 
you're going to get more and more people feel that way. More and more people will, will feel burnt out. They will feel this, they will feel that because they they don't talk about it much. People don't talk about it. Again, who do you talk to about it? If you work for yourself, who do you talk to? Who do you complain to? You've got a HR department, you've got a boss, you've got all these people that you can you can do it, which is why I think, like you said there, like we've got each other to lean on. That's why, you know, we usually spend an hour talking before we come on air and do this. And, and you know, likewise for me, like when I'm with Mike doing stuff, we just have a laugh with it and you go, okay, actually, it's not that bad, is it? No, just being a twat or whatever. And if you just <laughs> live in your own head the whole time, it does get hard. It does get tough. Correct. In other news, that me and Dan have booked our uh, apartment in uh, Lake Como. Very romantic, oh, romantic, us, romantic so, week yeah. away, isn't it, Tommy? Romantic week away, <laughs> playing golf, mate. When um, people have been like, "Oh, you're going to Lake," that'd be really romantic. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going with my best mate." Um. <laughs> yeah, just, just going to the golf holiday. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> the thing is, Tom, we've got uh, this. So I'm going to very slyly over the next couple of weeks play really badly at golf so that I get a better handicap. So that when me and Tom play, I've got an advantage because I need it. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll be, be fine. Yeah, it'd be lose a pace of dinner, wouldn't it? It'd be lose a pace of dinner, mate. Hey. Sure, I'm not sure about that. And Dan's been buying that. new clubs in preparation. He's getting nervous. Shit. Yeah. We'll do yeah. we'll do a course. What should we do? Should we do a course vlog? We'll do a course vlog. Oh, should we do course vlogs along the way? <laughs> I don't know. Saying that, I'm just looking over our scores, mate. They're actually quite fairly similar recently. Yeah. Not been too far away. I've hit a few, a couple of I don't know, one or two in the seven. Broken eighty. Yeah, you've broken eighty twice, and you've got an eighty. Yeah, so that's pretty decent, one. isn't it? It's just and you play different one. courses. You play different courses. You see, whereas mine are kind of the same one, so it's a bit of a you could take away two like, shots straight away for that. <laughs> I would like to play. Yeah, in the last, I think you can see it on my app. Of, so if anybody didn't know, obviously it's like it's like going to a different gym and doing a different workout every single time. It's probably not going to be as optimal. You're probably not yeah. going to know where all the same equipment is because uh, you've got to fundle your way around it. Exactly the same yeah. with golf, unfortunately. Um, and Dan plays the same course because he's a member. It's, I, I used to do the same thing at shooters and I'd consistently shoot around about like, yeah, in the 70s or low 80s um, all the mm. time, no matter what. And it's just like, all right, it's fine. You have that freak one where you're like, oh, great, 75 or 74. And you're like, yeah. But then yeah, you have the freak ones that go up. But yeah, I think yeah. I played in the last, I think I've got like 15 scores on there. And I think I played 13 different courses. Yeah, that, I'm just looking at it. Yeah, you have. So yeah, it's um, one of those where, like so for me, my, <laughs> my, my good scores always follow and then two or three not so good ones. So I'm, I'm not expecting to do another an amazing, uh, amazing round. But. And my worst scores on there are all the Dubai scores. I didn't play they well are. when I was over. Yeah, didn't play well when I was there. No. Unfortunately, are, I think yeah, I was too hot. Blame, blame Dubai. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, too hot. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was nervous playing in front of Sook, obviously. That must have been it. Yeah. I know. I know. The last round, I was hungover, and yeah. I looked like I played hungover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was Mike. I blame Mike because uh, uh, yeah, he forced me to have like too many beers that night. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was what it is. And that's why I didn't drink much. I was like, I'm playing this tactically. <laughs> I wish I didn't drink that much because that was a really nice course. I'd, I'd like to play that one again. Um, Which and, one was that? Was that L's? That was the L's. Yeah, that was probably my favourite. I think um, of what we played. No. Yeah, mm -mm -mm. I'd like to play that again. I feel like I could score around there, um, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, topics for today. Obviously, we just said we've we touched many people with our podcasting. 
Um, still annoyingly, I, I think we did get a couple of ratings last week because I actually asked some people. Um, I think we're on one, one, four, nine. One, four, nine ratings. Now, even if you go on there and rate us one, I don't care. Just take that to 150. It's really bugging me. <laughs> like, that's on Apple Podcasts. Like, please. We know Is we've got actually left a review. Is anyone actually like left a written review? No, the, la- the last review was uh, a, a lad who didn't like me. So, unfortunately, it's only two uh, people yeah. on the show. <laughs> Apparently, I was no, speaking I about... I blame I spoke about Joe Rogan. Newsflash. God forbid you give your opinion about Joe Rogan. But I don't like Joe Rogan. I've never really bothered listening to him. I don't take any of his stuff, so it's absolutely fine. I I, I believe you did. I was just speaking out my ass. Unfortunately, um, sometimes do that. I don't remember anything about it. I don't don't even remember what it was about. We've got quite a few one-star ratings, don't we? We got. I don't know. Probably about five. 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 Those haters out there. About 140 or so. All our reviews are from three years ago. All our three years. All our our reviews. Three, four, four years ago when we were, when we were uh, five years ago. Fucking hell. Probably, probably when we were inviting a lot of guests on. It's probably. (laughs) Yeah. Taking control of it, Dan. We need to reach out to speak to people again, unfortunately. But oh well. That's not fun. Um, Yeah. So let's, let's, Let's do a more of a training-based episode. We'll keep it nice and short-ish. Um, nice, tight half hour, I think. We'll keep that mm. tight, tight 30. Dan needs to go to bed. Um, and we spent too long looking at Airbnbs, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Dan wants to talk about... Um, he, got, he got trolled about some foam rolling. And every now and again, we've done it in the past. We're going to talk about our training. We can talk about our diets mm. as well if we really want to. Because, because you know, well, uh, it's a big thing online. We know it is. It's like the day in the life eating of or like, what is this? So we can do that on the show because it's a little bit more valuable. We can actually give some more content mm. instead of taking a picture of a Muller fucking corner and going, are they in this today? And then like, all right, thank you. And then like a random picture of no context of like a lake. And they're like, all right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway um let's go yeah, I didn't, I didn't rolling, get, um, and then training. i didn't get trolled it wasn't tr- i didn't get trolled for the foam roller it was more just oh. i posted a photo and i said oh obviously not using this and pointing towards the foam roller and someone was just like replied and basically said like why not like um not a fan of rollers and i just put i don't think oh i put i don't think the vast majority of people benefit from them and it's certainly not high up on the list of things that are actually going to move the needle that i'd be using with clients yeah. And he put, I actually think, and he put, I actually think they're essential. Essential is right. a strong word, isn't it? Well, essential means that you couldn't live without it, Tom. And, and I've survived <laughs> thus far without it. So I think I'm doing okay. But um, yeah, and, and like, he then put, um, seems to be this thing going around, they don't work, lol. And I put, depends how you define work. Because they, they don't really work. The literature like, is bad. Like, yeah. It's not good, is it? Like, and that's the thing is like, if he'd have said, well, it makes people feel a bit better and a bit looser before they train, I'd have gone, yeah, that, in that case, they work. But he has said that if something hurts or doesn't move, you use the roller, there's less pain or increased range of motion. I suppose that's my definition. Mm, yeah, but that's not permanent, though, is it? In the moment, for five minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and then, and then what? And then what happens? Like, so again, like, okay, you've got two clients in front, you've got two clients in front of you, all right? And you go, right, for the next 10 weeks, John, you're going to foam roll. For the next 10 weeks, James, 
you're going to do full range of motion, single leg squat, hinge movements, getting strong for full range of motion. You're going to hold end ranges of motion. You're going to make sure you do this sort of stuff and move properly uh, and go through dynamic warm-ups. Who at the end of that is going to have better mobility? I know. I know. All their names, away, James and John. Yeah, James is going to win because he's the one that they, actually they, did proper training. They sound um, like accountants it, to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. But it's this whole <laughs> thing of like, it's this whole thing with foam rollers, right? The problem I have with it is that foam rolling is always combined with usually, I say always, that sounds, that's not, that doesn't make any sense. Always, usually, hmm, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but it's, it's, they're combined with proper, proper training. Like, so you can't do the experiment where you go, well, I took two identical twins at the exact same point in their training and gave one a training program without a foam roll and one with, in my eyes, I don't think it would make a difference to the results you get, but because people don't do the foam rolling on its own, you can't do the experiment. You just can't do it. So people use the foam roll and go, yeah, but I feel good doing it. And then I've, I've been back to 100 kilos. So that, yeah, but you could have been doing that without <laughs> it. You don't know. We will never know. And I just think like you said, the literature there isn't great. Um, yes, they might make you feel good and all this sort of stuff. And he did concede to be fair. He said, yeah, most people just roll around on it, having a natter and they're not really going to get benefit from it. Like you need to do it properly. And which is, again, is true. And that's my whole thing with it is I don't trust anyone to do it properly because it's supposed to hurt and no one wants to be in pain. Um, and I just think that it, it's just one of these things that it's in terms of what moves the needle for most people. Again, I always coin that phrase in terms of what's going to make a difference to your training to your physique to your mobility to your health to your wellness fitness whatever they are right at the fucking bottom of the list okay even if they do add an added benefit there are a million things that go before it that if you're not doing it's pointless worrying about it it really is pointless like if you spend 10 hours a day sitting down and you aren't doing some sort of mobility some sort of like active like movement before like worrying about foam rolling do that first do that bit first like three or four times a day get your steps up do movement be active like again it's this whole thing about like it's the oh it's it's, it's the difference maker it's not it's really not it, it's not like it's not doing anything really um and i just find it's just one of those things in it and the more i talk about it and the more that people really like harp on about it and really love it the more i actually despise it because i'm like no i not anything <laughs> Um, but there you go. That's just me. But yeah, I just yeah. kind of interesting. I was just like, oh my god, we're we still back having this conversation again. Um, <laughs> I just think it's. I just think they're vastly overrated. For fitness comes and goes, and like it kind of goes in cycles, doesn't it? Every ten years, it's like fashion. Every kind of twenty years, it comes back around again. Have you not? Have you noticed that that the kids look like kind of the nineties, kind of noughties fashion right now? Like Gen Z is, they, they're wearing like what we would have kind of like I've worn back then it's quite strange how it recycles um yeah but the same thing with fitness um recycles back in so there'll be probably be like a push for like foam rolling I'm sure now maybe mm, um great. but yeah I mean I I people know that I I I'm for it in doing it well um I don't think it's completely necessary at all um, I would still pick there's certain things that are prerequisites um, that I would rather somebody do. If if I have that five minutes, that's it. All I've got for like uh, preparing you to go lift. I'm probably not doing foam rolling, unfortunately. Yeah. 
if I've only got five minutes before, yeah, which is usually the case, right? So I want to feel mm-hmm. do five minutes of a warm up and then probably start lifting some lights and tin. That's what most people want, and that's the realistic like kind of thing that people are gonna do. So if if they can give me five minutes, just think about like again, we'll we'll harper back to golf. Fuck me, five minutes of people warming up for golf, like that doesn't fucking happen. It's exactly the same in the the uh, the gym. People don't fucking do it. Like we still get as you, we, but we're, it was quite strange with me, you and Sook all playing together, but we were all doing little warm ups before we started hitting. And it's actually something I've never seen before because I don't always play with people who are in fitness yet. We were like, we know we have to do a certain amount of mobilizing, stretching a little bit of loading before we start hitting things. Whereas people I, I play with <laughs> other times, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what's really? this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're like, what the hell? Because I guess you've not really known like playing golf with many other people, so it's like a bit strange. But I'm just like, yeah. all right, yeah, like playing with some clients, and they're like, oh, he's in fitness, <laughs> lol. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cream it past you now, so it's absolutely fine. But it's all right. Um, very strange. And I was like, I'm not gonna hurt my back whilst I do this. Um, but yeah, foam rolling, absolutely fine. Um, in terms of the and we'll beat around the, the only thing it's good for desensitizing muscle to go and be used to basically go and obliterate the fuck out of it. And then you'll get short term range of motion increase, emphasize short term, like whereas strength training is long term mobility increases. Um, So yeah, that's just, it's just like what wins. So, and yeah, like you say, it's never done in like, uh, I don't know. And I'll only be like, all right, cool. I'm back squatting. And probably what I'll ask my client to do is like ask quads, carbs, and then like a back extension over it. So you get some nice cracks and that's it. I'm like, that's yeah. probably the most they're ever doing. Um, they might do a little bit of lat stuff if they're really like tight there, but that's about it. And then I'll be like, all right, we're probably going to go through your mobilizations and whatever, blah, 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 blah. We actually did, a, I did a, an hour on it today with the, with my little team we did like but we didn't touch a foam roller we went in like the yoga studio and just did like literally went for every single joint and just went through mobilization movements and stretching and stuff like that we're like right what have we got in our arsenal let's like let's workshop mm. just go around the room boom 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 it was quite cool it was nice also it was an hour of mobility not a lot of people do that um not necessary don't worry <laughs> completely yeah. not necessary um but it, it makes you feel nice. And then I went and trained. So we were like, yeah, I feel like I should train now. Um, and that's the thing is it does make you feel nice and you do probably train better for it. You probably do. Like, again, I'm not, but it, it's just this whole, for me, it's just delaying the actual work again. Like a lot of people, <laughs> I just think like, come on, like just get on with it. You don't need to be worrying about this sort of stuff to that level for a lot of people. Again, look, athletes, you know, people that perform at a high level, yeah. Like I would do it with them probably. Why not? If it's going to gain yeah, 0.5%, I mean, they're the sort of people that need it. But we're not talking, most people just don't need it. Just don't need most it. Most people so, would, I would rather them go five toe touch squats, five split squats each side, five lateral squats and five SODLs. Do that and then hold like a press up position and do some press ups. Do that before you go and lift any loads. I'd be more happy than if they foam rolled if they gave me the the choices i'd, I'd ask them to do that oh so, yeah pretty much lovely daniel right let's um 
we're 20 minutes in, keeping it nice. Um, Dan is actually, doesn't happen that often. He normally complains to me about his training more than anything else, but he looks like he's wrapped into some sort of consistency and found time Ooh, in his don't diary. Don't throw that <laughs> word around. Careful. <laughs> Careful. Um, was it consistency and adherence are the two biggest factors of training? Just turning up. He goes yeah, to the and you know, machine, that's the, goes home. That's in the, the cringe, the cringe worthiness of what you put. I, I literally just, I couldn't give a shit about Dan's workout. And I just saw in the background, just a couple, no less, a female and male high-fiving each other. Oh, it makes yeah. you sick. Made the bloke, me. The, sick, bloke, there's a, the bloke's a PT and he, and he was doing. Of course he is. My client, you know, course high fiving, but um, high fiving. Yeah, oh. it's it's not good, is it? But you know, the thing with <laughs> with gyms in Dubai is they're very much cliche. So I mean, I, I watched, I literally watched it happen, and he saw me, he caught me looking at him. Um, high fiving. And no, 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 no. This PT, I'm about to tell you the story. He was <laughs> his client was bench pressing. And he was on his phone texting while he was doing reps. Literally like the most cliche thing, do you know, it is literally that whole thing of the client lifted the bar for himself. He was doing his reps and he's like, probably, he probably didn't set a 10, let's be honest. And he's probably on like set four <laughs> or five by the time the PT put his phone down. He's, he's on set three. They've only, there's only three sets of 10. But the PT clocked <laughs> me. I was, I was there and I was looking. I was looking at the guy. I was looking at the PT. And he was on his phone and he looked up, looked at me, looked back to his phone, put it on lock and then went, right, come on, then keep going. Like, you know, like, then he... <laughs> so I don't think he was going to actually stop until he clocked me looking at him. And he knew that I was looking at him to go, what the fuck is that guy paying for? Like literally. Um, and, it's, and it's one of those, it's one of those gyms, you know, it's painful. It's a bit like the PTs are just shit. Actually, no, that's a lie. Some of them are all right. I've, I've seen it. I've clocked the hard ones are half decent, but Anyway, as you can imagine. But anyway, it's one of those things where I, I kind of just have to go like to the gym now. So I've kind of dedicated some time on a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday mornings. I'm going to go regardless what happens. I golf on a Wednesday and a Friday um, and Tuesday and Thursday for me are check-in days. And I used to get to the end of my check-in day, you know, say and finish at say five-ish and I'm just like knackered, couldn't bother to do anything. And it's really helped me feel more energized during my checking days. I obviously finished later. I finished more near seven o'clock now, but there was no way that I was finishing at five. I'm going to go to the gym ever in a million years. So I was like, well, why don't I just go straight after taking this body to school? I'll go to the gym hour, go home. Like you said, just turn up. And at the moment for me, I'm not trying to set PBs. I'm not worrying about what weight I'm lifting. I'm just literally turning up. Pick Loser. up the same thing I did. Yeah. I'm just literally <laughs> picking up the same weight I did last time. If I feel like I can do more, I'll do more, but I'm not worrying about where I'm doing reps and reserve, not worrying about how hard I'm pushing myself on most movements. Obviously the other day I did the front squat for a rep, which was again, good. And I track those lifts, I track the, the first um, exercise I do of each day, but it is more a case of just going, taking my body through the range of motion that I need to go through, lifting something that is challenging, that gets me out of breath, struggle, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then after that, once it becomes a habit, I'll start going, right, now I'm going to do, structured thing i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna push it and all that sort of jazz um but it, i feel better ready for it like obviously do you know it's one of those obviously i do like it's don't take a fucking genius to work it out i sleep in better feel more energized through the day um all that sort of stuff so yeah it's all good um, i'm not training for anything in particular like i just think it's like just golf. Talk, 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 talk to me details dan what 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 is the, the three training days what what are they broken into 
Oh, you have, you have, I do write them down. I do write them out. Yeah, you so have. Got... You have. I, you have written them on your stories. You're normally pretty good at that. You go boom, 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 boom. What I've done today. Yeah. Yeah. So I do. So basically, I've got my day on a Saturday, which is my longer day because it's a Saturday and I've got more time. Where I do my front squats, where I do five sets and I work up to heavy single. So I do five, three, uh, five, three, three, two or three, depending on how I'm feeling, and then one slash two. But um. And I superset that with pull-ups, body weight, five sets of five. So it's easy superset. And then I do kettlebell swings, cross like squat superset, RDLs, ab wheel, rollout, med ball slam, tricep, I suppose that is. Then I do single arm dumbbell row, quite heavy. And then I do that with dumbbell bench because my shoulder's starting to feel a bit better now. Um, but that's just nice and light with cable curls, cable extensions. That's session one. So the main thing there is obviously the front squats, and kettlebell swings, um, I suppose RDLs to a certain degree, but um, yeah, I'm looking to try and obviously get stronger there, hip hinge and squat movement. Then the next one, they single leg Tuesday. RDLs or, or bilateral? Bilateral. Um, yeah, that's that's I, the. I was, I was doing single leg, and then I I added it in to do double leg. I'm I'm in the pro camp um, of uh, loading the fuck out of RDLs. Um, I would class them as almost like a 1A movement. Don't mind doing that. Absolutely. Quite like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. People, Alex, uh, Alex Krajewski actually uh, pulled me up on that as well. He was like, fucking RDL C1. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah. well. That would be exactly said, the yeah. same as him. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, got to be I, a, I agree. a B1 I agree. Or, or an A1. Because that's like a, a thing you can load the crap out of. It starts at the top of the chain where a deadlift doesn't normally start top and you're in extension. You come in and out of it like a squat. Um, yeah. yeah, but my rationale for that was well, I do the front squats first because it's heaviest that I do, um, and the RDLs I did was doing single leg while I was starting the program and I was getting into movement, and now I'm able to do more volume. I'm putting it as double leg, um, but then I need to be fresh to do kettlebell swings. I'd rather they were a bit more powerful. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but like, it's I like, it's, 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 yeah, it depends because the main course is the front squat. And in theory, it depends what you're doing the, the kettlebells for. I guess in, in a power term, I would either put them pre-front squats or even paired with. Um, yeah. Because if anybody knows, like in terms of power training, you're probably putting the power training before your strength training um, most mm -hmm. of the time because you're meant to be like a little bit more. But I'm assuming Dan's using it as like he wants a precursor of kind of a pre-activation thing. So he's trying to, there's also the case of like pre and post-activation potentiation. So he's more powerful going into his kettlebells. Maybe that's that contrast training effect that you've also got as well. And mm -hmm. I was also doing that before. And I was only doing like two sessions a week before. Mm -hmm. And that was, I wanted to just kind of get everything in. But now I'm doing three. I am going to move them around and I am going to change all those elements to it. But the other problem with kettlebell swings as well for me is that I don't have a kettlebell heavy enough anymore. I go up to 32 kilos and I can't do any more with it. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. is it, it's actually not a, it's not a huge movement in the plan. It can't be really from, from that point of view. Um, so then today I did front foot elevated split squats, superset with hanging leg raises. Then I do more pull-ups, press-ups, and then I do a B stance RDL with that as a tricep. Then I did landmine single arm press with landmine half moons um, with bicep curls and tricep extensions, obviously. Stand up, <laughs> I do it every session. Um, and then the session that I've got on Thursday is double kettlebell goblet squat, which again, similar to front squat, which again, is heavy as fuck. Single leg RDLs, 
uh, as a, and I do that with the the two the kettlebells that I use for the goblet squat as well, which I was doing like twenty fours. I mean, so again, decent load. Then I do half kneeling, single arm lat pull down, superset with incline dumbbell press, and then I just do lateral raises with curls and extensions. So again, it's just something to get me there. It's not longer than an hour. I get home, do the rest of my check-ins. It's just movement at the moment. But what I'm going to yeah. do is once I get back from the UK, um, is I'm going to formalize it into an actual plan of, of what I'm going to do um, and move those around. Because there's a lot of front-loaded sort of squat movements in there. Again, yeah. the, the split squat is, you know, front elevated is, again, it's just a lot of quad-based sort of heavy heavy stuff on that. So I'm going to move things around a little bit. But it was just to get me back in the swing of things, stuff that I kind of enjoy doing. And then... I think I will get back into... They haven't got a trap bar there. It really fucks me off because it's got loads of shit there. It's got loads of stuff. It hasn't got a trap bar. So uh, I don't want to do deadlifts, to be honest. Just just, just buy one and then just take it. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I'm leaving this here. Is that all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get one for like so, 200 quid. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna have a have a play around with some of the things um, on there. But for now, that's getting me in the gym. And like I said, I go, I go back to the UK in two weeks, two and a bit weeks time. So I'll keep doing it until then. And then when I get back, I'll formalize it into an actual plan. Um, nice. So yeah, that is, it's, it's movement and it's good. And, it, you know, it's not affecting golf just yet. So it's all good. I still can't drive. I still can't consistently carry 300 yards. So until I can do that, I'm going to keep fucking training. <laughs> yeah. That's my next yeah. goal. It's, it's long, fucking annoying me. Sucks out driving me, actually, quite a lot of the time at the moment. Sucks? I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, he's not outscoring me, but he is out. Um, yeah, some of his drives, they, they are. He's He's been doing speed training. He's been, I say he's been doing speed. He's done a few, few sessions of speed training, but he's changed his... He swing a little bit. He doesn't slice anymore, and it does go. Um, so yeah, a few times now. I believe it when I see not, it in the in the winter. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not like my drives at the moment. I'm not going for it. I'm like, it just needs to get on the fairway. Like just just fucking concentrate. Um, but yeah, my goal is is to get my I handicap. I want to get down. I want to do all that sort of shit, and that's good. And then the next the next goal from there will be right power with the driver. I don't use I don't use my legs anywhere near as much as I should do. Um, I just rather get it up there, two fifty carry, and it's on the fairway, and I'm happy, and it's fine. Like we're happy. Hey, fair, fairways are overrated. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, I'm I'm from the school of Bryson. Um, yeah. Right, Daniel. That sounds lovely. I'm glad that you fitted it into your routine. Was that that was an epiphany whilst we were mm. talking, wasn't it? You're like, why can't I fucking just fit it in there? Um, it's like, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, venting, putting it out there in the atmosphere, and then it sorts itself out. Lovely. Uh, my training at the moment. So, um, obviously, people, we're ramping up to doing um, the first kind of pilot of uh, combine training. Um, so believe it or not, my training has centered around some of that. So currently this week I am going through each test day, um, just from a time frame point of view, I have pushed myself today where I've actually hurt my ass a little bit. So, um, but I did feel quite tired. Um, I'm not too sure why I think was, I had about like seven, eight clients today and a education workshop So happens. Um, and I hadn't eaten very much. But that, that's, and it prepared me and I went and did some heavy trap bar work, heavy single arm presses and some broad jumps. And then I bailed out in the ESD because I was like, I had to unfortunately come and speak to you. And I was, I would have been late. Um, oh, so I have sorry. to fit that in somewhere. 
Um, but it was all good timings, just doing that, all that kind of fun stuff. So I have been doing, but I'll let you know what my weeks have been for the last, I've been actually quite good the last three, four weeks. And this is a little bit, it's a little bit different because um, I think I will be able to open it up a little bit because obviously I'm putting a lot of, well, a lot of time and effort Dan knows in terms of what he's done over the past time and effort into my business. Um, so therefore I've been yeah, at my fucking laptop for far too long mm. um you love it so loving life um it's quite rewarding when stuff is complete like and i'm ticking it off as i'm going so yeah just got just got to make people fucking buy it and i um that's the only thing yeah. um but <laughs> but yeah my training has consisted of only two lifting sessions really at push maybe three but two mm, consistent two, lifting eh? sessions only two and then my other i i try to fit in two other sessions but they're not lifting crazy right um absolutely mental crazy um so as you people have been seeing i have been doing track days um so it could just seemed nonsensical that i have a track behind me and i don't use it and i do know more than your average kind of bear about track and running training and sprint training and that kind of stuff. So that's one of my specialties for uni. Um, so I started doing that. So I put those in, um, Dan's in a cringe of what I've been doing. So basically the, the set out for the week is one day is conjugate training. Okay. So much similar to how Dan has set up his front squats. Okay. That's actually what he's doing. Is something called conjugate training. So he works up to a heavy single of his desired lift, but I change my lift every week. Okay. So I do not ever go to the same single on the same exercise. I just pick a lower exercise because up is boring going to singles. Um, and then, or, or more dangerous as well. Maybe I'll do a pull up single. That might be right. Uh, but they tend to look mm -hmm. like shit. In, in, yeah. in, in terms of perspective as well, if you were going to do a pull up single, would you start at the top or the bottom? Bottom probably, but bottom. It's plausibility for both. Absolutely plausibility yeah. for both. Because yeah, you you're kind of we're from the bottom position. You have no stretch reflex, whereas at the top position, you will use your stretch shortening cycle, right? So you stretch in and out, and you may come yeah. back up. So it's an interesting dynamic. I'm not too sure what I'd do. Um, I think I've done both. You you will lift heavier, obviously, if you start at the top but you just need to get up there first. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just for people, food for thought for people. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I, you work up to a heavy single and then the week after um, I try and pick and then I move on to a different exercise, work up to a different single. And then week three, I go back to the, the one I did a week a bit ago. And then I try and hit three singles um, at the load I lifted uh, two, uh, two weeks prior. So I've gone like, so for example, a trap bar, I work up to 200 kilos. Cool. Wonderful. All right. Week two, I do like hat filled squats. I work up to 200 kilos. Cool. The week three, I go back to my trap bar. I work up to 200 kilos. Then I hit that two more sets for two singles. So I've hit three reps. And so it's a greater amount of load. Um, you don't have to do that. Um, you can do just two. It's just more sets than what you did. I was gassed because I use my VBT. My, once my VBT dips below 0.4, I know I'm pretty fucking slow and gassed. It's absolutely fine because it's strength training. That's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm trying to move it fast, but it's not fast. That's mm. So it's not directly related to velocity. Um, 
So and that's fine. I tend to call it because I know after lower than point uh, four for me when it hits into the point three. I did a point three five lift today. I know I'm my CNS is going to be fucked probably the next day. So I'm going to be slow as fuck tomorrow. I know I am. Um, and it's quite interesting seeing that as well. So today I knew I was tired because I did on my precursor lifts. This is this is an interesting thing about VBT. I knew I was tired, but VBT told me I was tired. So I did my 120 kilo. Uh, that was my kind of where I, I kind of need to know what kind of I'm lifting. So on Saturday, I did 120 kilo deadlifts. Um, and I was pulling like fives at about 1.1 to 1.0 meters per second. Today, my first set was 0.98, 0.97. I was a good like tenth per second, like tenth of a meter per second slower mm. on that lift. So it, it was telling me it's not a go day. You shouldn't be lifting very heavy, but I had to do the research so I could practically work out today. So I, I backed off a little bit basically, but it told me that I don't have it today. I'm not quick. I'm not moving. My CNS is not fired up. So that's why I use it for the, my client's precursor lifts. So I, I've been doing that, which is a good way of doing it. So Dan will be able to work up. He doesn't know at the moment whether he hits a two or a three, if he was to film himself and go, actually, I normally at my powerful, most powerful, I lift my front squat at 0.6 for this slight heavy lift. He goes in that next day and goes, shit, I've only hit a 0.5. I do feel a bit shit. This is not a go day. All right, back off. You're only going to do lit doubles or whatever. It's not worth it. You're not going to be training like decent strength that day. So you're not going to get injured. That's probably the biggest thing. Um, that's what you lose it for. Mm -hmm. Anyway, conjugate day, then like fucking some upper. Um, I usually have uh, like a power exercise straight afterwards. Um, and, it's, and you've probably been seeing me do like accelerated power. So those like fucking jumpy things with like bands and all that horseshit and then moving my body weight a little bit quicker. Um, so that's like overspeed training. So you're basically trying to put more power into your body than it, than it has. Um, so you're enabling yourself to like put brakes on. I liked the analogy of, uh, my lad Jordan, who was like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get in a, a car that goes 200 mile an hour without any brakes. It's like, you don't want to be super fucking powerful if you can't slow it down. Um, because mm -hmm. you're just, a, you're going to get hurt literally. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good analogy. I'm not too sure it's completely sensical with human beings, but it's a good, I do like it. I was like, you're going to have to learn to put the brakes on. Um, yeah. All very good going one way. And then, but if you can't go the other way, it's like shit, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Then I go and do like sixes upper body wise. It's mainly upper body volume. Well, I, and my new volume is sixes, Dan. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is it i'm with you i'm, I'm like, with you mate i'm like mate let's just say got time for this bullshit i like lifting heavy things and not very often um that's it and then mm -hmm. arms of course biceps um and then on my other day is more of a power strength kind of power day um so i usually do some sort of like so the opposite lift so if i did trap bars i'm gonna do a squat based or a split squat based power exercise and do that as a, like a french contrast um, so again, that's like body weight, power, overspeed training, all that kind of shit. And then, and the other way. So I was hoping that Dan was going to say trap bar trumps or some sort of loaded jump is going to make his, make their way into, uh, his training, which I'm sure they will. Cause I'm going to be on him enough to make him fucking quicker. Um, so that's, that's going to come into his training. He knows it is. And yeah. then, then again, I just go up a fucking volume. I do pull-ups and, and, and it's like pull-ups, bench press, single arm press, um, landmine press. I don't know, some, something that, and like, 
uh, I like single alarm, dead stop rows. It's usually something of those five that I go and do um, because, yeah, they're just good staples. I tend to stick around those exercises because they're just like, these are good, these work, these yeah. are nice, that's it. Uh, lovely. And then my track days, I've got two. You one skip and is, you bound and you hop, don't you? You don't actually run. You just like do all the... I've got, so one session, one session is, yeah, I do either velocity or acceleration and 20 to 30 minute of it, minutes of it is bounding, skipping, pre-warm-up and all that kind of shit. So it's getting me elastic, getting me explosive. Um, and then the other session is nasty, Dan. I, don't, I think you'd hate this. Is literally just 400 meters on, 400 meters off. Four. Awful. Absolutely disgusting. I did it for the first time. My, my calves were sore for a week. Um, I, <laughs> I was like, this isn't good. But yeah, I do like, I'm trying to do between five and eight reps, basically. So, but that 400 meters off is I walk around 400 meters. Yeah. I literally just walk. I don't, I'm not jogging. I'm not doing anything else. Couldn't give a shit. Right. My heart's still flying because I'm shit at this. Um, mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm just going to do 400. It's not a hard, 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 hard 400 meters. Still 400 meters. So I try and keep to like about 70 to 75 seconds. 75 seconds I'm trying to keep around basically each time, like repeatable. Um, I can run okay. So it's all right. Yeah. I think like some people can be like, yeah, just do 60 seconds or 55 seconds. They're like fucking bolting around. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Jog on um anyway that's my training at the moment that's what it's been for the last it's come to the end of it this kind of week um and then for everybody who's going to be doing the combine i'm gonna train along with you because we're gonna know it works gives me something to do yeah yeah <laughs> no pressure no pressure mate Isn't i know i gotta make sure i fill out my fucking shit no yeah. awful doing that when i had a coach I think um, I think the other thing as well, just just on that as well, like I've I've been I think we talked about this in the week, but it's that whole thing again of like with online coaching and with clients that are going through muscle gain phases and stuff. It's just it's again it's testing. It's making sure that you've got a reason to go right. Where are you at at the end of this cycle to the start of it? And we can look at the numbers. And we know where we're at. But I think sometimes people like those those numbers and targets to try and hit. And obviously you've got goals you want to hit and same with me like so the reason i go and train is i'm like right well i want to be able to see that transfer over into golf performance let's say or whatever and other people don't have maybe that as much so it's like what they want to do and i had a client who this week uh, again in his plan is not no cardio no running no nothing but he used to enjoy running and he was like, i just wanted to see how much fitter i am now and all he's been doing yeah. is, is pretty much strength training and he like smashed two and a half minutes off his 5k he's not done any running and he was like, I just, where's that coming from? I'm like, well, because you're stronger now. You're leaner, stronger, more efficient yeah. mover. That's why. I was like, that's why this stuff happens. And he's now like, well, I wanted to get now 20. I want to break sub 20. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, we can start now giving you a reason to go, right, well, let's put some more running in. Let's make it so that you do have a bit more of that in. Because if you do that, you might find actually it helps. But then also just getting stronger will help with that as well. And people need a reason to train sometimes and those sorts of numbers and those things. And again, a 5k time means nothing. He just wants to beat his time. It's like me with golf. I just want to beat my score, my best score. It's not like for no other reason, I just want to do it. But if someone just said, me, oh, I just go out and play golf and don't keep score. I'd be like, I had that with uh, my brother-in-law about a month ago. And I was, I literally like, I was like, so do you want me to write, should I keep score? And they were like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm keeping fucking score. Like, yeah. do you want me to write yours down as well? Um, they're like, well, we we kind of decide after about three holes if we're playing well. And I'm like, what do you mean? How do you know if you get better? 
<laughs> I was like, are we not here to get better or like improve ourselves a little bit? No? Okay, fine. I get not always, but yeah, sometimes. If it is an absolutely atrocious score, yeah, fuck this. I'll be like, no, not doing this. But then I guess because we keep handicapped, we need to uh, like a, a a true representation of what, how we're playing. Yeah, but especially with the handicap system the way it is now as well, like that wouldn't, wouldn't count. It just wouldn't affect yeah, yeah. anything if you have one bad day, you know? I think that's the, the key thing with it. And it's the same with the gym. One bad gym session isn't going to ruin your whole physique and isn't going to ruin your whole progress. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Things like that. I think sometimes people get caught up in, oh, I've had a bad week or I just didn't hit any of my numbers. I just felt shit, felt weak. It was crap. I was really stressed at work. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that happens. It's not going to affect... I just literally like, said it. I sh- I, I've shown the data today and I might post it and be yeah. like, look, I wasn't good here. I did the same fucking left. These are only... I, I trained Saturday. So what are you, three days apart? The same load. Yeah, I'm that much yeah. slow. I, yeah. Just, and, and that's the other thing is, is it, you know, go back to what we talked about before with burnout stuff. It's like people also expect that coaches are always on point and always know this shit. No, no, we still try when we're feeling shit and we realize we should have done that. <laughs> Do you know, like we all do it. Like we all do it. We all succumb to those weekends. We all want that bit more food. We all want that week off training. We all want that. And that's fine. It's normal. And I think sometimes people forget that, you know, even the best athletes in the world have downtime, have off seasons, have down, you know, they don't have great sessions. They have bad rounds. You know, golfers have plenty of bad rounds. Like we, and that's the thing that always, I always come back to whenever I have a bad round is I always look at, well, yeah, but when you look at the top, top players, you know, they still have bad rounds. They have bad weeks. They have yeah. bad months, you know, and it, it doesn't make them a bad golfer. And I think it's the same with fitness and nutrition is people think they have one bad week or one bad month. They go, oh, I'm going to sack this off. There's no point. There's no point me focusing on this anymore. I'm going to sack off coaching. I'm going to sack. And it's like, well, that mentality will, will not get you where you want to be. Like, it's a case of, look, we all have that moment. Again, coaches do it again with clients. If they don't have clients sign up one month or they've been posting on social media and they don't get any feedback. It's like, it's, don't jack it all in because of one month, like one week. It's like, come on, like it's, it's not how things work. So, yeah, Wonderful. All right. Well, so if you're tracking a... stuff and you're tracking data and tracking numbers, it's really useful because it gives you motivation. There you go. That's why <laughs> sure. we track stuff. Yeah. There you go. Crazy that, isn't it? So everybody that signs that up crazy. will get a lovely little tracking document. Um, all the code. I I spent about far too long, three four hours working out all the fucking code on that shit. Um, because some of it's a little bit different on Google compared to Excel. Slightly annoying. Mm. It's always all works now. All spits out shit. Lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Might just send it to Dan so he can track. I want to see Dan's combine numbers. He can do it over the course of like seven weeks though. So oh, he'll never <laughs> just do a test test a week, mate. It'll take you three months. Um <laughs> anyway we we yeah. kept to a nice tight 47 there instead of 30 as always um <laughs> thanks for listening guys <laughs> we'll i'm gonna get some you. dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll catch you next week see you later